you know, folks, we, in these conversations, if you're just tuning in, we would talk about how the world drastically changed for the worse in specifically in the year 1994. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where, uh, you know, I think, I certainly, and I'm pretty sure my friend here agrees that we lost the leader of our generation. Yeah. Um, you know, there's a lot of haters in the world, but for the most part, the Jewish people, the Lubavitcher Rebbe was, you know, was our, was our, the, he was the tzaddik of our generation. He was our, he was our leader. Yeah. Meaning if there would be a king, he would be the king. Okay. I mean, for the, for the whole world, the whole world recognized him. The, uh, the whole Jewish world. Even secular, not, not just, but that's the thing. Not just the whole Jewish yeah. world, non-Jews, but, but, but non-Jewish leaders from all over the world came to. Dude, came I, to I was yeah. just telling people that there were other other Jewish leaders at that time, his contemporaries, but non-Jews did not come to them. Non-Jews did not come to right. most right, most Feinstein. With all, right. You know, less memory, all due respect. Right. They didn't. There for some were, reason they felt the need to come to Lubavitcher Rebbe. For some reason, he was like he was like he was like a modern day King Solomon, okay, except without all the money, okay. Yeah. So so he, you know, and the whole world recognized him. And <coughs> he established a network, a worldwide network, that brought um, uh, morality to, to you know to that contributed greatly to acts of goodness and kindness in the world. And the promotion of morality on all levels for both Jewish people and non-Jewish people. Okay. There's no Jewish leader that you can point to that got any that did anywhere near or had anywhere near the impact on the world that 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 he had. Okay. It's it's an absurd conversation to even try to find a comparison. There's literally nobody even close. Okay. Yeah. And 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 he was more than just a figurehead. He also happened to be possibly the greatest scholar, Jewish scholar of our generation. Okay, he was also like an amazing genius when it came to science and languages and <laughs> many other things. The guy, yeah, he you know, spoke the, a few languages. He spoke French, many languages. German, Hebrew, obviously. I, I have it on good authority. He also spoke Chinese. Yeah, Russian, and, and, and Russian, Ukrainian. certainly Russian and Ukrainian. That goes without saying because that's where that's where he's from. You know, mm -hmm. um, so but he, he spoke all European languages and possibly many Asian languages as well. Okay, so um, you know he, uh, you know it's possible like the people that know him best, no one could plunge, uh, could plumb the li the limits of his genius and his knowledge. And uh, ask the people closest to him, those few that are still with us, and they'll tell you that he's an infinite genius, yeah, and a prophet. Okay, so you know. You, you guys don't have to take my word for it, okay? You can, you'd have to do your own work and see what people had to say to say about him. Those that, that know him and were closest to him, okay? Yeah. So he left the world, at least physically, in 1994, okay? Yeah. And um, so we equate that with the departure of the Shekhinah, okay? Yeah. Just sim similar to the way the Shekhinah departed, when the temple when the temples were destroyed okay so while he was present the world you know was had a certain level uh it was not as dark as it is now uh it had a certain standard it wasn't entire it wasn't perfectly moral but compared to 
Yeah. Just think about the 1994 world or pre-1994. It, it had an understanding of what a barometer or a standard of what MS or what truth is. What you know, you're looking at something, let's say, on the news or in the media or on the screen or in the newspaper, or somebody just coming up to you and telling you something. You can you were able to discern this is true. And it, it wouldn't matter who the person was saying. The, who, who was saying this? It was a Republican, Democrat. It wouldn't matter. Is this true or is it not true? That's it. That's all people cared about. Today, we have people writing articles where we live in a post-truth. You know, what is it? What do they write? Um, what matters isn't the truth. What matters is something like uh, perception, perception, or 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 what what is what we think is good. What is right? Something like that. That's very complicated. I was just saying that, like, even a person who is not familiar with these concepts, yeah, they, they understood. They they would they would tell you that there is certainly a, a much higher standard of even even pop music, even even like let's say, you know, I'm sorry to get vulgar, but I, I just want to I want to show you how how much his influence pervaded uh, the world, right? Where even, forget about the highest level of things, but even the lowest level of things still wasn't as ubiquitous. You know, like even like sexy movies, for instance, right? That they showed you on cable. They were still somehow more reserved and tasteful. You know, they still they still bothered to have like some kind of like, you know, cinematography and really, really gorgeous women and dramatic, whatever, that kind of stuff. Even though, it, you know, it, it was somehow even the smut was somehow more refined. Yeah, that's how much the you know the effect. Well, there was a there was a there was a kind of a you could say tabooness. You know, there was still kind of like a shame over you know like looking at your parents' magazines or whatever it is that kind of right. thing. Like they like they tried to like they still tried to like show like even though they wanted to show like in movies they wanted to show like naked women and stuff like that, but they yeah. still tried to make it seem like it wasn't just about. <laughs> Yeah. naked woman there's also yeah. there was it's drama it's and it's romance and yeah. blah 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 right yeah. like adrian line movies you know like nine and a half uh yeah. like weeks and stuff like that okay so yeah so huh. i'm just saying that like the the like the worst smuttiness that you had at that time is now mainstream yeah like that's it's now it's now like on tv basically yeah for kids accessible to kids yeah okay so so um and it's it's it all kind of you know and when did so so this kind of stuff how do we get to this point so the rebbe he you know he went away physically in 1994 and immediately and this is my friend's observation here greg yeah what do we get we get oj yeah right and oj seems to be the point that the the citra achra you're gonna to have to go. You know, you get that's the, we call that the Satan department, okay, or the the evil side, yeah. okay, the side of evil. When they really, really went full force yeah. into the world to really, to really squeeze that nasty grease, that nasty, porny, greasy filth into the world, into like the mainstream, right? Where people were to really get people uh, conditioned. Condition the desensitized, um, right. completely, you know, lose all expectation of standards and justice. But the funny part is, is that it's not only direct. It's it's 
meaning it's not only related to the OJ trial in uh you know in terms of the timeline who was OJ's best friend who was his best friend do you know Don Olmeyer who Don Olmeyer no who was the, the best president friend? of NBC who was the best friend of OJ during the trial the guy who defended Kardashian him? Kardashian Kim Kardashian's papa Who actually later distanced himself from OJ? He knew that he knew that OJ did it. He knew he knew. He defended him, and then he distanced himself, and that, and then Don Olmeyer from NBC was also a great friend of OJ. That's why he fired. Yeah. Norm Macdonald. Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. He so, fired Norm McDonald from dude, his Java Weekend Update. I, dude, I remember I was I was 13 years old. I'm watching the. I think it was either Game Six or Game Seven. You know, John Starks is going like over 17. All of a sudden, NBC cuts away from the game. What are they showing? The Bronco chase. Yeah, dude, you know what? And and I didn't realize it at the time because I'm a kid. I didn't know how this procedure works. I remember, you know, now we see these chases all the time on TV. These helicopter chases. You know, the helicopters filming the chase of the whatever. You know, the car and the cops. They don't allow the car. They don't slow drag themselves behind the car for hours and hours they what normally happens is they try to outrun the guy they try to box him in they they run or they run him off the road and then the guy obviously he goes off the, or he goes off the road beforehand he go he goes on foot and they eventually they, they always catch him they always 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 yeah, catch him, right what do they do with oj they just like let him drive for hours and hours so they were they're saying their alibi is like oh well we we thought you know there was a hostage either a hostage situation or we thought he was going to be, he was just going to shoot himself. He was suicidal. So we didn't want to have a, we didn't, we didn't want to invoke this situation. I think it's BS. Okay. They just, it, it was something that they wanted to captivate. They wanted to turn it into a production. Yeah. You know, the court scene, you know, they don't allow cameras in a federal court, but they allow them in state. This was a state trial, California. So, of course, you have this uh, Judge Ito, you know, the first Asian-American prominent public judge, celebrity judge. You have these, like, all-star law. I don't even know how he even so quickly he just, like, I don't know if these guys leached themselves onto him. You had Robert Shapiro, Johnny Cochran, Alan Dershowitz, this guy, uh, this other Jewish guy, short guy, uh, Sheck, Barry Sheck. Uh, what's his name? The, uh, this other lawyer, he's like a whatever older guy who's Jeffrey Bailey. Jeffrey Bailey, who was like a famous lawyer from back in like God knows when, the fifties or sixties or whatever it was, against Marsha Clark and uh, Darden. Who the hell these people are? I have no freaking clue. Marsha Clark's a Jew Jewish lady. You know, I don't know why it's so important you to point to point each. You no, know, no, I'm just saying okay. whatever. Dude, like people and, and people were just wondering, sitting there wondering, like all they could focus on was Marsha Clark's hair. Yeah, that's what I remember too. It's Marsha Clark's hair. Yeah. And like every day you just saw this like saga play out. And then you said this, you saw this Cato Kalin guy, you know, he was like the uh, whatever, the friend of uh OJ, right? Not OJ, he was a well, he's a friend of both uh, OJ and Nicole. <clears throat> and uh and then you had the testimony of the cop, Furman. 
who they just basically figured out how to portray him as a racist, which is a material to the whether or not you know he's a you know what he finds as evidence. So let's st- let's stop on that for a second, yeah. because you know we can people I think familiar enough, but you know that was a good recap. So, mm-hmm. so what do we have here? We have OJ, who uh, you know <laughs> the, the case itself was completely. It was not uh, investigated, and the the verdict was not decided based on, you know, the crime. It was based on everything else. It was like one of the first major yeah. cases where, where they, you know, they, they said if because somebody was racist, that somehow that excuses, yeah, OJ, right? So so, <laughs> it, it's like it wasn't OJ on trial. It was like all of all of the complaints, all the nonsensical <laughs> complaints of injustice, yeah. Yeah. Um, were were kind of being decided then and there, even though it was a farce. Do you understand? Yeah. Yeah. So black people did not benefit in the slightest bit. No, not at all. From the OJ verdict. Black people, you must have, you must understand that you were the biggest victims. Yeah. The OJ verdict. You know you why? Because you're. You may have gotten your rocks off for like 30 seconds or whatever, however long, for like a day. I, I only, probably only some, probably too many, but yeah. normal black people, I don't think they were, they were thrilled that a murderer yeah. got off from murder because yeah. OJ said, you know, like, uh, excuse me, uh, Norm MacDonald, you know, right after the verdict, he goes, well, it's official folks. Murder is legal in the state of California. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. so now, now that, you know, what you're seeing, um, Trump, right, is getting arrested on Tuesday, apparently, right? Uh, suppose nothing. They're back now, they're whatever. Half the people didn't whatever, want to involve. Whatever it is, like it, 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 they were they were going to go forth with it. Just the fact that they were considering it on nothing, absolutely no, zero, absolutely. It was something they already investigated before and found the, no. Right. So this whole thing, the fact that they have the balls, the fact that anybody can tolerate such a thing, that has its origins in the OJ. Yes. You understand? Like that's where miscarriage of justice in in, in America. The fact that normal people, both black and white and Spanish and anybody, anybody who's normal in in, in America and in the world, they should have gone out in mass protest against the clear miscarriage of justice. But instead, with our silence, Mm -hmm. we we showed that we all right, we'll let them get away with this one because we feel bad about history of, of racism. Like, how does that make up or how does that make up for any any wrongs in the past by letting a murderer a very brutal murderer by the way folks if you if you recall she was like she was essentially beheaded yeah he cut her head off yeah that guy's walking around right now wait he's in jail right is he in jail right now no i think he might be in jail because he had a whole other case and then he and he recently got out he recently for good behavior there's yeah. literally a beheader walking around got off okay and he and and his children right from the lady that he beheaded are are like like that guy's walking around right now like yeah. people run it to a person who beheaded a woman and killed another guy brutally right yeah. you can run into him in the in the in freaking CVS Okay, or, or, you know, or Walgreens or wherever you go. Okay. So it's a horrifying, horrifying miscarriage of justice. And our silence on that paved the way for all the other sleazy, nasty shit that, that 
that came from that. Okay, what what would be the next sleazy shit? Kim, Kim Kardashian. Uh, no, no, there's something. Oh, there's... Well, that's later. Uh, you know, you're talking about mid ah mid nineties, so you're talking Versace, about Versace, Versace, the killing of, of yeah, John yeah. Versace, which is very interesting because you know oh. I I never you know that 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 exposed me to an entire world that I was completely uh, completely unaware of. Like I knew I knew gay people, yeah. I knew gay people, and the gay guys that I knew, right. They were actually decent guys. Yeah. Like I knew this one guy named Valik, who was actually a, a friend of my parents. He took me to see E.T. the yeah. first. And I, I remember him fine, fondly. He was, he was actually a great guy. And then there's this other guy that my brother worked with. Uh, you know, and he was, he was a nice guy, too. And, the, and when they showed gay people in movies, right, you, you, like in the 80s and uh, early 90s, rarely would you see like, of like a villain like a gay villain yeah even though like there's this one movie there's a james bond movie in like the early 70s where the villains were like these two gay guys <laughs> yeah and they called each other mr something i forgot what their name was but they they're kind of like weird whatever it was a sean connery movie diamonds are forever or something like that anyway. yeah yeah so so but that was very rare you know and and, you know, I never, you, nobody would think of like, you know, that you think gay guys were very clean, well-dressed, you know, they were polite most of the time or whatever, all right? Or silly, like silly characters, okay? But when, when, when the whole, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's that guy's name? Cunanan, right? Andrew Cunanan. Yeah, 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 Andrew Cunanan. The murderer, the guy who murdered Gianni Versace yeah, yeah. Right over here in South Beach. Yes. Right? Like he had a whole list of people to murder. Right. So and then, you know, like I was a kid when 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 this happened, I was like, the gay guys murdering I, gay guys can be violent. I don't understand this, you know, and, you know, and then when when you study it, right, the reality of like of like like serial killer crime and really creepy, weird crime. Right. Like psychosexual things. Right. As Norm mm -hmm. McDonald likes to say, he loves that phrase. Right. There's a lot of there's a lot of gay stuff. Yeah. Okay. But what's funny is that whenever they portrayed serial killers, they always portrayed them as like crazy white rednecks. Yeah. Right? Or like creepy, just it's always a creepy white guy of some persuasion. Okay. But yeah. rarely is it like, you know, a flamboyant fashion, fashionable gay guy that's that's ever portrayed as somebody violent or somebody that can yeah. commit such hor horrifying murders. Right. Yeah. So that was the intro to the whole Gnostic fruitcake community yeah. and its connection to gay people. Yeah. Okay. I just didn't realize it at the time. I realized it only much later. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, that kind of stuff was under wraps before, yeah. before Versace. Yeah. Okay. So all this, like, you ever go into like a McDonald's or like a KFC? Yeah, there's like a there's like a layer of nasty grease on everything. Yeah, I don't know how to. It's it's all. It's not like, perhaps it's not like literal. It's it's the, it's the stuff that they use to get to draw you into the. It's, that's it's the smell. <laughs> it's just there's something there's just like this like schmaltzy grease. Yeah, uh, like a layer of it, and, and it, it it makes you feel like it's like you need a shower. You need a couple showers. Yeah, that's what that's what these events did to the world 
yeah. OJ, uh, Tanya Harding. Yeah. Uh, this whole yes. disgusting satanic clown show. And then you had, and then, and then, and then uh, Princess Diana's basically murder. The the Princess Diana murder. All these like public, like these are all conditions. These are all side Public sacrifice. Public sacrifice. Right. To get you to accept very low standards. Yeah. Um, very pornographic. Um, and yeah. like entertainment. And it, it's, it's tabloid in real life. Yeah. Real life became a tabloid. Yeah, a greasy tabloid. A very by the greasy. Way, all the while they they were doing parallel to that on MTV. What are they doing? Reality shows. But what are these reality shows? These reality shows are not reality. They're quasi-reality, or they're exactly. even staged. Yeah. But now they're getting I, you used. Now they're getting you used to basically not being able to tell the difference on television between reality and fake. That's why you see all this crap during the 2020 election, all this inauguration and all the stuff that happened. It was all freaking staged. All the yeah. stuff was staged. It was all, they showed like the behind the scenes, literally behind the scenes stuff. You see the, what the White House is, the Oval Office, it's all staged. The whole thing is state, and nobody, like we could tell, some people could tell, most people were just like, okay, whatever. Hope to do. Okay, it's staged. That's fine. Can I tell you something? Remember, I was telling you the story about how when I wanted to kill Stuyvesant. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. And because of because of that girl, right? So this is you know this had been maybe a year, slightly more, from when I came back from Israel, and things drastically changed uh, in quality. Like I'm talking about for yeah, yeah. Uh, entertainment and stuff like that. Yes. So even though I liked the girl, she 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 liked that she show. <laughs> she she enjoyed um that show with Paris Hilton and her friend you know that little the other one with the Nicole was it Nicole oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah Lionel Rich's daughter yeah yeah like those you know like they I think they were they, crap, on, yeah. were they were they on a farm or something like yeah they and then you and then you had after that you had Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> yeah yeah so you know so oh but she didn't like that one I don't know she told me she didn't like it I actually thought it was funny she, I like the Ozzy Osbourne one yeah yeah she probably didn't like Ozzy Osbourne I just enjoyed know? it because I uh, Sharon Sharon that's literally the only I just want to hear him say Sharon because Sharon. the show the show itself is awful right so 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 basically this kind of stuff you know that was almost a deal breaker by the way I didn't I didn't even want to talk to her after I found out the she, simple the, life. The, it was called the, the yeah life. the simple life right exactly okay so so that's the kind of stuff that was going on and it, it represented a very very drastic yeah. uh decline in 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 quality and in intelligence and then you got Lindsay lohan who joined the that whole crew yeah it's like it's like it, it was it was like it felt it, it hurt it felt like you were like like people felt like getting, you were trying like, to be dumbed down like somebody's deliberately trying to dumb you down yeah, and they did it and they did it you know it was um or or as mitch hedberg would say it's like a weak midget trying to bring you down <laughs> right right all right it, it, over time you know it'll yeah, yeah. get you right so it years it took him years it took him 25 years over 30 years yeah okay so so the point is that clearly all of these events these like high profile scripted events right yeah um 9-11 also was part of that yeah i mean all of these things were kind of leading one to the other um, the erosion of justice, the people willingly giving up their rights, yeah. uh, the acceptance of, of, of very low quality entertainment, 
horrible yeah. music. By the way, that's how we got to Obama because Ob with Obama, besides the fact that people were mesmerized by the fact that he was, you know, okay, he could be the first black president and he's such a great speaker. If you came to anybody and you showed to people, hey, take a look at his pastor. Hey, take a look at his friend, uh, the terrorist. Hey, take a look at his associations with these people, with those people. People couldn't even look in the direction. Yeah. And if they did, they couldn't even like American Jews, you know, who voted vote Democrat. All, they, they couldn't, they couldn't like process. Some of them actually, after the Obama's first term, when they saw what he did with uh, you know, this whole thing with 1967 lines, they were like, okay, something is wrong here. I want to freaking told like, them, we freaking like, told you. Bro, bro, listen, 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 listen. I, I just want to say, and I used to fight with uh with you on on uh on uh discuss you know those on the on all the articles listen you were on discuss i was on on this thing called rhythmism so so just so you understand that the people that got obama elected yeah were overwhelmingly white and christian i know they felt guilt i know whatever the reason is but but who gets remembered for getting him elected yeah, the but, Jews. but no no it's not no the Jews didn't get him elected what, I, what i'm saying is that we're the barometer of what's going on so again it's not about getting elected or getting elected it's just about listen people record our vote how we vote as a as a as a as a community for posterity for historical no, purposes. That bothers me i mean not, it, it, i don't it want to get it this is that's a side, that's a side no, but the point is we give a lot we do give a lot of campaign contributions we are uh what yeah, is but it? no but excuse me that's exactly my point. Dude, the Obama administration, the first administration, they, 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 he, it was probably he had the most amount of ginos ever. They to the point where they showed New York Magazine. Uh, Dude, I don't know why. You know, I, I, I honestly like. I'm not just trying to protect Jews. Yeah. Um, I feel like you're contributing to things that are not true. Dude, this is actually this was actually true. I'm sorry. This no, no, you, you don't understand. You don't know what I'm what I'm saying okay. is not true. Okay? okay. What I'm saying is like this. It's the Jewish contribution is highly, highly over amplified. I get it. And the actual contributions, I get it. Actually, got him elected. I get it. It's completely diminished. What I'm talking about him, bro. What I'm I know. I get that. What I'm talking about is the people. I don't know why you help them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't help them. I'm talking about the people who actually worked in his administration. It was a boat ton, even more than Clinton had. And to the point where they made an article relatively relative to everybody else. It was a lot, dude. It was a lot. It was too much. I understand. But relative to everybody else, it was quite small. What I'm saying is what I'm saying is, man, you know, now, again, it as go the Jews, so goes the world. So goes America. So as goes Israel, so goes the rest of the world. Again, it, even if you're saying that the, the contribution is uh, quantitatively less, it doesn't matter. How we vote, it, it, people care. People care how the Jews vote. I don't know for one reason or another they care. I I, I hear you. I hear you. But I I just want it. I just I want accuracy. I want accuracy. Okay, I get it. Okay, folks, there's about 13 million Jews in the whole world. Okay, possibly five million of them live in the United States. Okay, and that's not even clear. It, it's most likely less. Okay, out of that group, how much of those people vote? Okay, we're talking about a tiny fraction of the overall population. Yeah. So our voting numbers don't mean shit to anybody, except for maybe some local New York 
they, alderman or, or a mayor, perhaps. The point is, like it's not about the numbers. What I'm trying to tell you is. No, I know. So, so, but even the money contributions, even no, though. Forget about the money. I'm talking about. Too high. Forget about the money. It's the context of how do the Jews uh, perceive or feel afterwards when they see the person that they voted for, whether their vote means a lot or a little, betray Israel openly and just unabashedly with no shame. But that's the whole know, point. That's of more of an internal matter. That's yeah, like yeah, it is an internal matter, but it's but it's important. It's obviously uh, important. Of course, it's important. Yeah. I'm just saying that I I just want to put I want to put things out in the open. I get it, but it, okay. but you realize by the way, it's the reason why the Israeli government doesn't allow absentee ballots for any Jew, for any for any Shmendrik. Baruch Hashem, can you imagine? And now they realize that they don't have absentee ballots. So what are they going to do? They're going to fund these stupid riots or whatever they are, protests. If we can't get absentee ballots, if we can't vote from abroad, and we're going to get these troglodytes, you know, religious guys, so we're going to do it another way. So, okay. Dude, I mean, uh, but, but my, I mean, my original point was not about the Jews. It was about the people couldn't even look in the direction of you show somebody associations to Obama, they asked him. He's like, "Yeah, uh, he was like my uh, the guy was like his whatever spiritual leader. Yeah, yeah spiritual leader. He married him and that horse. He performed the ceremony. Oh, he's like my crazy uncle. Yeah, really. Oh, can can I ask you a question? Are all those photographs with her with her dong showing? Is that all like photoshopped or? Dude, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's, I, I don't know. There's all these photographs. I mean, like you know, or all I can tell you is like this. <laughs> All I can tell you is like this. There is obviously a person in Chicago named Larry Sinclair. Honey, I'm worried the cats fighting are, are going to wake up the baby. The cats are fighting, and I'm worried they're going to wake up the baby because they're making way more noise than normal. Can you check on Balrog for a second? Sorry, folks. My cats are fighting out of nowhere, and like... My wife is hard of hearing, so and she she has a hearing aid which connects directly to the phone, so she's watching our YouTube video. Mm. Yeah. So <sighs> I feel we're like in the you. future. We're in the future. Problems of the future. Yes. But it doesn't. It's not a good future. It's not the future. It's a very. It's a heartbreaking future. You so know? I was gonna say was that uh, what was I what was I talking about? I don't know. You you always like to Farrakhan us and make a huge. Not, I wasn't. I wasn't Farrakhan in anything. I was. I was. You want to take the scene? You want to take the scenic route through uh, Farrakhanville? I wasn't even talking about Farrakhan anymore. I was talking about Obama, and I was talking about uh, something else entirely. I forgot even what. Because you enjoy Farrakhaning us, so no, that's what you're like. Ah, here's an opportunity to Farrakhan us. Let's go off on a huge. That's not what I was talking about at all anymore. Farrakhan. So, it's funny. It's fun, it, it, you know when when a, when a, when somebody who speaks Russian says Farrakhan sounds. Oh, just like, we were like talking about Khan, you know, like we were a about Michelle. I was trying to tell you about Michelle. Yeah. Uh, so Larry Sinclair. It's corroborated that Obama was a fruitcake. That much. No, no, not, not he's not talking about a Gnostic fruitcake. He's talking no about, an actual fruitcake. A fruity guy. He likes guys. Okay. So you could say, well, maybe Obama likes guys and girls. That, that's entirely plausible. 
Or you could just say that Michelle's a man. She's a man, baby. Einhorn is a man. <laughs> Lace is out. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. Yes. You know, I was just talking today about like about a Bi- my friends like asking me how could they let Biden just you know if they see that it's you know the economy is being eroded and society is being I'm like dude they moved the Overton windows so far to the left over these years that people like you and I are like uh, Ted Kaczynski was Ted Kaczynski like super right wing i don't recall like, the he, was right wing. he was just some extremist that wanted you know had these like extreme ideas and uh, just wanted to i don't know destroy the military industrial complex whatever he had some theory, whatever it was i'm just saying like we're normal people we just want normalcy yeah dude i remember when i when i wrote that one time this is 2005 i wrote that once in that message board and i remember the response that i got there was, was one girl like a wokey. Today she would be called a wokey. Define normal. Dude, as soon as I heard that, I, first of all, I didn't even know what to say because I was so not equipped for this discussion. Yeah. This philosophical kind of, as you could call it, grappling. But looking back, I realized that that's the moment where I'm like, wow, we're in trouble. If, you, if, you, if you're asking the question, define normal, if you have something called, if you're already operating under moral relativism, we're gone. We're gone. Come, that's it. We're in the abyss. And if for anybody wondering what normal is, normal is here's what a normal uh, civilization. By the way, we're not talking about normies. You know, the whole like people. Who no, are, forget about that. Normal. Normal is is a, a man and a woman. They get married and they have children. Okay, the children grew up with the man and the woman, called the mother and father. Okay, it's called a family. Um, and then that's the basis of, of, of civilization. That's what, <coughs> that is what, uh, even gay people need to protect with their lives because that is the, because, because gay people are a very, very small minority. Okay. Mm-hmm. And if they want to live in a free society, which okay. is, which continues from generation to generation, you got to protect, uh, people who, first of all, replenish that civilization with 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 a population right you have to have children right yeah. in the case of america you have th- that's the basis of 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 western civilization right where the family is prime and the state the the government is very very secondary very very secondary and it's supposed to be minimized and it's very very secondary this is the exact opposite of what every tyranny yeah in the world even historically what it was about like like monarchies right uh you know you needed you needed permission to get married right and the, the local lord he had to have sex with your young virgin bride before you got a chance to yeah okay this is the ultimate <laughs> level of dominance and slavery where you can't yeah. where your wife is not your wife your children are slaves um so so basically uh, the the very core of a free society is when a man and a woman uh, fall in love and they have, or they they get together and then you know they <laughs> they decide to come yeah. together and then they have a family and children. Okay, ro- romantic love marriages are a very recent thing. In, in whatever, the, yeah, like whatever whatever the reason is, they they get together. And they, right. 
they have children they 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 all these people live in the same home okay and the family is prime right the the father or the or the parents attempt to make a living is supposed to go unmolested right where they can work hard or work however and whatever they produce goes to the family and the, the government is there to facilitate the existence of that not the other way around like everywhere like now we're like everywhere else what they're trying to do here and and if if and if gay people want to live in a free society they have to protect that it's very funny you know dolce and gabbana yeah they're very much like that by the way these two gay guys are like where you have to protect you know yeah the breeders you must yeah because they, not all gay people they know are without crazy. the breeders they don't exist yeah, not all not all gay people are crazy. You no. like they, they understand the important. There's a lot of smart gay people. What, what do they call them? Log cabin Republicans? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just talking about like normal. I know. People. I know. Yeah. Not gay people aren't crazy. There's some gay people that aren't crazy. Okay. Yeah. Like, anyway, so so that's that's what that's what normal is, folks. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and there's a lot more details. That's an example that, of that's an example of normal. Yeah. yeah. Also, normal is when people believe in that they were uh, that they exist and they function in this world with divine rights by the Creator of all. Yeah. Right. And that's why you can't. You God is the highest authority. You as can't. A, as, a, as opposed to being like that idiot on Twitter that told you to take your Bible and put it somewhere. Right. So I responded, or I was like, "So you like yeah. putting things up your butt, do you?" Yeah. Sick people. But anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know, saw that guy that I responded to today. A lot of ignorance, also. There's a there's a guy who, or I I just wanted to see if he was a bot. So <laughs> yeah. he was saying stuff. You know, he was responding to one of my posts, and he was saying stuff like, "Put Jared and put um all the Trump people away. They're all criminals, right?" So I I didn't even address his issue. I just like I was like, "Why don't you go suck on a green whale?" Yeah, I saw that, and the guy's like, right? "Why would you say something like that?" He goes. <laughs> And I was like, why don't you go, why don't you go to the mountains? Why don't you yes. get yourself a donkey, go to the mountains and stop bothering people? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing but like Don Rickles lines. Yeah, yeah. I was perplexed. It was wonderful. <laughs> it's like, you saw me, right? So I sent you a smiley face. He didn't understand. He goes, what an odd response. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yes. He doesn't know Don Rickles. Could be a bot, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so, so that's what normal is, okay? Um. It's pretty clear what normal is. Yeah. Right. Um, and if you're if you don't if if you don't fit into the normal category, right? You should protect the normal category because because we're protecting you, right? We want to keep a free society where people have free will, right? Yeah. So, but anyway, um, all this stuff ever since OJ, all this nasty, greasy, porny shit. Right, that's now been completely mainstream, tasteless, uh, tasteless, no standards, uh, all humor, all intelligence, all sophistication removed hmm. from society. Um, you know, just violence rampant, uh, yeah. class warfare, uh, racial warfare. Now it's open season on white kids in all public schools. Okay. Yeah. Um, and which was manufactured that was by design yeah. right yeah uh, because the people the white people on top they don't look at the white people that mix with the you know that that are yeah. hanging out on the same level yeah with black people and with brown people yeah they're not real white people to the top white people no they're not 
Okay. So, so, and, 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 the, and the white people that are hanging out with you all right in this on the same levels, those are throwaways that, that, you know, to keep you busy. Yeah. Okay. There's a lot of reasons for that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, that's what we have now. And all of that started immediately after the, after the God withdrew the Lubavitcher Rebbe from our world. Yeah. It started immediately. Yeah. Didn't wait. Yeah. When was, what, when did the OJ chase thing happen? Dude, man. OJ, it was, yeah, it was when, it was when the Knicks were in the final. It was like, it was September. Within weeks, within a week. It was September. Right, Whoa, it was like almost September. June, was June, dude. It was during the the NBA Finals, June nineteen ninety four. The OJ thing was before Gimel Thomas. It was during, no, no, it was... dude. Wow, I'm telling really? you, what it was the chase. When was the chase? Yeah, June nineteen ninety four. When the Knicks were in the the Rangers already finished. The Knicks were in the finals. And when was Gimel Thomas? What what month was that? Um, I, that year it was June. Here, oh my God. Can't he, believe. Passed away thought, June, he passed away June 12th. I can't believe that it was literally... I, I, I just... Wow, that's even more shocking because that's literally right after. Literally. I thought it was like um, just after. You know, like... One second. The trial started in September. Uh, but... Just, you know, the Bronco thing. The Bron But the Bronco thing's happened in June. It happened in June. He was... He was yeah, he was taken in June. Here. To exactly what happened. Wow, that's that's far more extreme than I. Yeah. Like the, the the connection, the overlap is is. Yeah, is, 1994 NBA interrupted coverage of the 1994 NBA Finals, June. Uh, ah, he was charged with the murders on June 17th. The Rebbe passed away on the 12th. Where was the, where was the chase? Here. Unbelievable. Uh, a Hold on. Flight to Chicago. Yeah, June 12th, dude, on the night of June 12th, Simpson was scheduled to board a red-eye flight to from Los Angeles to Chicago. Was He was playing golf at a convention with representatives of Hertz rental car. That's funny. Uh, <clears throat> when was the chase? Yeah, yeah, June 12th. It was immediate, June 12th. Dude, the rebel left the world? So, Evil immediately you know when it, it like party time for evil yeah, you know yeah. the moment yeah. and five days and, later he was he was charged formally charged with uh, murder when can i ask you a question when did president reagan die um you look it up yeah jamie look up when president reagan passed away he died in 04 so yeah i mean 04 is when really things 04 so cranking so reagan okay but he he started getting like um like senile, late nineties, like, right around that time, I think he he got you know like he was getting like like two he was diagnosed. You know when with Alzheimer's, August ninety four. His last major public August appearance. August ninety four. Yeah, his last major public appearance was the funeral of Nixon in April ninety four. Oh my God, man! August ninety four. Oh, because because if Reagan was still like if he was like, you know, like a spry elderly person. Yeah. Right, he would have been talking, he would have been like giving speeches, he would have been like, No, 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 you know, you know what I mean? But he was he out of commission, he left the public, yeah, he, he, he was, was out of commission, yeah. His last 10 years, oh, of his life, he was 
Yeah. yeah. He was not right. Wow, man. He was really 94 was absolute horror yeah. for the world. That's that's the year when God broke my heart. Truly the, broke my heart. The irony is that 94 is when I when mm -hmm. I went to Israel for the first time. Interestingly enough, in the summer, August 94. By the way, it was like uh it was the following year that I that I discovered that the Torah was real. Yeah. Actually, no, no, it was that year. It was that year. <clears throat> yeah. No, it was the following year. I'm sorry. It was, it was the following year where I, I also discovered the Torah is real in a way when my father started telling me about all this, uh, you know, matrix stuff and how we live in a matrix and virtual world and those kind of things. Folks, I didn't even know about the existence of Lubavitcher Rebbe until the following year, until a year after he was, his, you know. I think I knew that I know. I knew, no, I knew about him. We just never visited. We, we never, for some reason, my father never saw fit to go visit him. It's kind of weird. Yeah, man, it's it's pretty crazy, the the correlation. It's just, uh, yeah. it's, and we're talking about it because here we are, folks. This is, you know, on Tuesday, if they're really planning to, uh, yeah. I mean, supposedly now, 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 all these people in the, in that office are refusing to be a part of this because they they see that it's horse crap. That's the thing. People, this is the scary part. There are people in this world, in this country, who see the truth. Even people who are on the other, so to speak, other side of the political spectrum, they see the truth. They know the truth. I was just telling my friend, the friend, the stupidest part is that it's one thing if you're a brainwashed college kid who's been brainwashed actually since elementary school, by the time you get to college, you're already cooked. It's quite another, dude, my parents have a friend, she, you know, the husband is a conservative, she's like, whatever she is, I don't know, I, I can't even call her leftist. She she says, yeah, in the 70s when we got married, nobody cared about political, uh, you know, who voted for what and political leanings, but now that you have this Ever since this guy, she literally thinks that it's 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 Trump's fault. That all of a sudden it's like everything's polarized and uh, you know whatever. Dude, I mean how how? It, it just goes to show this is a person you know supposedly Shoma Shabbat kosher whatever, but just the 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 consciousness is out to lunch, and you can't tell them anything. By the way, you can't you cannot tell them anything. They refuse to listen. Even. It's, it's, I don't know. So the scary part is that it's like Churchill used to say, if you're still a socialist when you're in your 60s, you have no brain. <laughs> or in this case, I don't know what they are. Can't even call them socialists. It's, it's, it's very funny. You know, I was, I'm reading that book by, like I reading it like a little bit here and there, like uh, mostly on, on Shabbos, uh, that uh, professor, you know, Anthony Sutton. Yes. You know, like the, uh, communism and wall street right like yeah wall street so it, it talked about you know so i'm still in that section of how wall street uh you know jp morgan and the rockefellers and you know that whole crew how they completely financed yeah. the bolsheviks in their in all their activities and he was showing directly through especially through deposits to national city bank in in petrograd russia which is Citibank, which is modern Citibank. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> it was the only bank that was allowed <clears throat> in the newly formed Soviet Union uh, that was a private bank. Mm -hmm. 
and they sent millions of dollars folks this is like you know just a couple of years after 1900 mm -hmm. they're sending millions millions of dollars and and you know according to professor anthony sutton he's going by he's trying to say that you know they all they wanted to do they weren't real socialists they just wanted to control the markets and the resources of russia and they thought that by supporting financially the Bolsheviks, and they would have access to controlling the resources of Russia, right? Um, so, so that you know that he's going by that. That's what he's assessing. But I think that he's probably either he's not aware of the deeper issues, and you know the religious ties that that these people have with each other, right? In terms of their fruitcake cults. That they were a part of right mm -hmm. and you know the whole lucius trust you know publishing house and yeah. and madame blavatsky and basically yeah. the story of lucifer right and his fall as an angel and bringing folks these are satanists the rockefellers are satanists jp morgan was a satanist okay wb thompson who was completely um you know there was like a red cross mission to Russia, right? To help, you know, they're supposed to bring doctors there to help. And that, you know, and, and the Red Cross is supposed to be entirely non-political and just help people, right? So they completely, all the doctors who went to Russia, <laughs> they quit in disgust because of the, the activities of W.B. Thompson yeah. and who was a lackey of, of J.P. Morgan. Yeah. Whatever, you, you guys have to like read the details, but there's yeah. a direct link and and probably Professor Sutton, maybe he was too scared to write in his book, or maybe he didn't know about it. But yeah. but it's the it's it's the religious Satanist activities of these people. It wasn't just about greed and power. Um, there's greed alone is not enough to motivate people to do the the, the crimes that they've done. Yeah. And Fauci and all the people that are going that are doing what they're doing right now, they're all connected. They, there's a straight yeah. line. From those people all the way now to what's going on right now, it's the same folks. Okay, um, so you know, it, it's um, and they don't care about. By the way, things are about to get Soviet. Speaking of Soviet Union, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess we'll end off pretty soon. You know, uh, uh, can I read to you? You know what? We should end off on. I want to read the list of people who passed away in '94. Sure. Uh, Kurt Cobain, probably murdered. Uh, Jackie Kennedy, Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. Uh, John Candy. We spoke about this, you know, fruity. Uh, John Candy. Yeah, that was a uh, comedy. Yeah. Uh, Ironton Senna. He was like one of the greatest Formula One drivers. Remember, he, he. I think he died in a crash. Brazilian guy. It was a big tragedy, actually, at the time. Uh, Richard, anyway, Brazil, Brazil could be a huge market for your. Uh, you yeah, know, I know. It's funny yeah. you say that. Though. Whatever, I'll tell you later about it. Uh, Richard Nixon, that's not. Uh, Nicole Brown Simpson, obviously. <laughs> uh, Burt Lancaster, Jack Kirby, Telly Savalas, huh. John Wayne Gacy, <laughs> George Papard, our favorite. Plans come together. From um from the eighteen folks. Yes, Peter Cushing, the guy that was 
played uh in Star Wars, uh the main uh general of uh what's his name? Darth Vader. Oh uh, yeah, that was Christopher Lee's best friend. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Dinah Shore, uh Cesar Romero, Raul Julia, the guy who played the husband and yeah. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, Gomez Adams. Charles Bukowski. He was a writer, famous poet. Cab Calloway, the singer. Sure. Jessica Tandy. Wow, really? Nice. Yes. Uh, William Conrad. Bill Hicks, the comedian. Everybody thinks is Alex Jones. <laughs> uh, I think it was also, what's his name? Jim Henson, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Wilma Rudolph, the, the runner. See who else? Henry Mancini, Dick Sargent, uh, Dennis Cleveland Stewart, the guy who played in Greece, blonde guy. Um, Knicky, the guy who played Knicky. I think. So. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Uh, there's a few people like names you wouldn't know. Uh, let's see. One second. One second. One second. One second. Pedro Zamora. So that was this guy passed away. He was one of the first uh, in a uh, uh, real world. He was the gay guy yeah. with AIDS. That was probably the second season or third season or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um. One second. Next one. Oh, look at that. Uh, Bill Gates. I don't know if it's his Mary Maxwell Gates. I think that's his grandmother. Oh, Andres Escobar, the guy that scored uh, for Colombia in his own goal against, against America. Oh, he got killed at a supermarket. He got shot, he got shot yeah. by uh, Pablo Escobar. Pablo, no relation to Pablo Escobar. <laughs> Who was Dak Rambo? He's like an actor. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Ron Goldman, obviously. Yeah. The one for me was uh, what's his face, <clears throat> uh, Kurt Cobain and John Candy. Those are the two for me that were like, you know, yeah, yeah. And then we and then from that we got Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton and and and, and uh, what's her face, the redhead, Pamela Anderson, Pamela Anderson, and then yeah. the sex and then the sex tapes. Which she started that whole thing, and then and then Kim Kardashian did her own thing, and then Paris Hilton did her own thing. It just they they pornified the world. Yeah, they, they poured, poured nasty grease. They poured nasty fast food grease and, on and everything and desensitized the hell out of us. We forgot about MS 